podcast this is gonna be our what fourth fourth episode um and hey i'm glad you guys are listening man really makes me happy that i'm seeing you guys listen uh just want to say that we have um hit uh 50 listeners or 50 plays i think i saw it on the spot or not spotify sorry the anchor uh website and we now have ambassador ads really yes meaning we can like a short segment will be like it's like a it's an ad and we can generate uh, generate um yeah revenue from it not a lot but i mean something yeah, something it's nice to see a little bit of change in my in my bank account so even if it's a few cents yeah like scraps but whatever <laughs> hey thanks thanks you guys for tuning in and listening and being a part of this podcast <laughs> so um Anyway, our topic for today um, is something that uh, a lot of people don't really think about, or maybe they do. Um, it's, um, you know, parents um, in general, like uh, the main the main thing I thought about was like, you know, parents are human beings, right? Or I was thinking more of like parents and like parenting and do we blame them for trauma and what could we change? What could we change about our parents if we could would we parent the same way if one day we were to become parents Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. generally i think this podcast is just about parents and parenting and this episode (laughs) yeah yeah like it pretty much is like you know can we should we blame parents or should we forgive them uh for the things that you know we thought they have done wrong and stuff like that, you know? Right, yeah. So that's that's kind of what we want to talk about today. And, yeah, I mean, we can get into it. You know, first off, I want to say, we've been, we got into, was this the second season of Euphoria? Yes. If you've not seen that show, um, it's one hell of a show, man. It is. I would suggest, though, if you're... Don't watch it around kids. No. Don't watch it around... <laughs> your parents. Uh, your parents. It's not a family show. No grandparents, unless they're into that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's the best way I can explain the show is that it's a lawless wasteland. It's a crazy way of Chaos. doing high school, which I, I wasn't a part of this kind that kind of I think this is high like, school experience. This but... is your high school experience amplified by like um thousand hundred million. Yeah. But Euphoria. Definitely watch it. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. Super good. Any vice that you can think of, it's in that show. It really is. There's a lot of dicks. <laughs> a lot of dicks. It's a lot, lot of, of sexual stuff. A lot of dicks, a lot of boobs, a lot of sex. And a lot violence. Of violence. Drugs. Yeah. And can oh, I want to, can I say that, um, what is her name? Who? Rue. Who plays Rue again? Zendaya. Zendaya. She is such a good fucking so actor good. in that so show. So freaking good. I actually thought that bitch really does drugs. <laughs> how good she acts in that show she is amazing on that show i think I she won an award for it too i wouldn't doubt it yeah if, she, if, like, she, if i didn't know that she didn't do drugs like that i would have thought that she is really into that shit right hell of an actor she really is a hell of great a actress 
Hell of a cast. Yes. Even Who's your favorite character? Since the new episode came out, uh, well, I, Fez is my favorite character because mm-hmm. he's just a real ass dude. Yeah. Fezco. And then as of recently, after I watched the newest episode, Ashtray. Ashtray? Ashtray. <laughs> I... he, he's, he's just as down as Fezco is. Seriously. I would say Lexi is my favorite and then Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then my guess my favorite villain character or bad character would be Nate Rue and Nate Rue's a bad character yes she may be the main character but that doesn't mean she's good well yeah okay I can see it yeah like she's trying to be good but but the drugs I think she's more like if I had to classify her like she's an an anti-hero yeah like she she's not a bad person like she's she has a good heart but she's not all there morally. Yeah. She doesn't have a good moral compass. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's, man, a hell of a show. Yeah, watch it. We don't want to be, like, spoiling anything. Yeah. Definitely give it a watch. If you know what we're talking about, then you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Dicks. 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 Okay. A lot of dicks, man. It's crazy. It's <laughs> not what it's all about, though. I, I mean, it might as well be. Uh, just the amount of. It's HBO. The amount of dicks I've seen. It's. In it's just HBO. two seasons, a season and a half of Euphoria is more dicks than I've seen as in my five years of being a medical assistant. So <laughs> that's a lot of dicks. I would say ditto, but I'm a nurse and you see a lot and, of dicks and too. CNA before, so yeah, I've seen plenty of them. Plenty dicks. Anyway, enough <laughs> of the dick talk. Um, so <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna get into this topic, man. So parents should we could, could we blame them? Should we forgive them for I mean childhood traumas or just you know the way that they parent us? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean we can get into. I mean I'm sure we have a lot of stories about. I have a ton of stories. A ton of stories. My own and others, but I, I don't know if I should share others. Obviously, because it's not my own stories, but we won't drop names. <laughs> um, but you know what? Say, saying on forgiveness of parents, it's it's good to forgive them because, if, especially if that's what you need to move on, mm-hmm. regardless if they own up to whatever the situation was mm-hmm. or their behavior was, you still, I feel like, need to forgive your parents to move on from wherever you're at in your life Mm -hmm. i definitely think so my thing is a lot of the times especially like for teenagers because i I went through this as a teenager as well like i just had a whole lot of resentment for my parents and i didn't know why do you know why now no you still don't know i still don't know why and well, I mean, I guess I, I just had to do a lot with like how, you know, their parenting style. Okay. I didn't agree with it. All right. Well, what was their style? For, well, for, so for most Asian kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, Asian parents are really just, they're known to be harsh. Like, yes. have you heard of the term like tiger mom or tiger parents? Of course. Yeah. So the, my mom wasn't really a tiger mom, um, but she was definitely definitely you know i let me get into the segue uh a lot of times when i say definitely on this podcast <laughs> i say definitely definitely and i'm not enunciating so i'm, I'm gonna enunciate more but anyway uh my mom was not a um tiger mom per se but she was kind of harsh in the way that she would parent me uh and i'm sure a lot of asian kids can like attest to like how their parents were um but 
they were kind of harsh uh, with how they just kind of took to parenting. Okay. Like for most Asian kids, when um, back in the day, at least, I don't know if they do it now. I doubt it. Um, parents, different generations. Different now. generations. Parents are getting older and they're softer. <laughs> anyway, um, when I went to school, mm-hmm. um, I was never really an A student or a B student. I was below average. Right. He barely graduated high school, people. C's, D's, and F's. Okay. Barely graduated high school. I graduated. But anyway, C's, D's, and F's is what I would get on my report cards. And like every time I would get my progress report or my report card, um, if I had to show my parents, they would beat me. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that that was, that's, the general consensus is with Asian parents, they beat their kids. Okay. For grades. Well, I mean, in, in for Mexican, grades. Hispanic, Latinos, it's the same way. Okay, so I just looked up different parenting styles, and I remembered this from when I took psychology oh. a few years back, but I couldn't remember all the information. But I'll just give like a quick little synopsis of this. Um, So there's uh four different type of parenting, authoritarian, authoritative, permissive, and uninvolved. I think they changed the the names of them a little bit from the last time when I took this psychology class and kind of authoritarian parenting is like you believe kids should not be seen and not be heard mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah um, you don't take your kids feelings into consideration when it comes to the rules you believe it's my way or the highway so that's authoritarian mm-hmm. um authoritative authoritative parenting uh you put a lot of effort into creating and maintaining a positive relationship with your child you explain the reasons behind your rules you enforce rules and give consequences but take your child's feelings into considerations so i feel like that's like the more ideal way of parenting that was not my parents that was not my parenting (laughs) either not at all uh permissive parenting you set rules but rarely enforce them you don't give out consequences very often you think your child will learn best with little interference from you um and the last one uninvolved well i will kind yeah. of like gives it, kind of self-explanatory you know you just you don't parent you don't really put you're, yourself you're into that yeah you're uninvolved yeah. pretty self-explanatory yeah. so my parent was definitely the first one the they're a dictator the dictator authoritarian yeah, parenting. yeah. like yeah. they um a lot of the times when growing up, uh, it was, I mean, definitely like that. It's my way, my mom's way or the highway, mm-hmm. right? So whatever she says goes because I live under her roof. Yeah. And I would say my parents were the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, more my mom than my dad. Yeah, definitely. My dad was always more lenient, mm-hmm. but it always came down to well, whatever your mom says. I feel like most dads are, though. Yeah. Most dads are like, yeah, that's cool. Or the, what's the dad thing to say? If you want to go ask your dad, can I do something? He's like, yeah, yeah go, go ask, ask mom. your mom. Go ask yeah. your mom. Which is, my dad was kind of like that too. I don't know, not kind of, he was like that. And I would hate when my mom would say, go ask your dad. I was like, what do I ask? What do I do? What can I, I run to? Yeah, because I would tell my mom like, well, if I would ask, I, I can ask dad, but mm-hmm. he's just going to tell me it's up to you. So what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> my my parents or at least my mom whenever I, i'd ask her to do something um her her main thing to say is bahala ka sa buhay mo for pretty much what that translates to it, it's pretty much like your life do what you want right so 
that's still a yes to me. That's still a yes. <laughs> that's still a yes. No um, matter how you feel, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I didn't get that. It was either yes or no. And I would try to convince my mom, mostly, to let me go out or what, do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But if she said no, she said no. And I just didn't try to, like, really push it mm. any further from there, you know, because I knew I was going to get in trouble. I, I pushed the boundaries a lot. I did it. I mean, okay, like, obviously, like, I did stuff. Like, I would like, sneak out or go out somewhere. Mm-mm-mm. But, like, <laughs> I I didn't go to this place that I already asked for my permission for because, well, if they knew I already asked permission, they would know where to find me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I even if my mom said no, I always push the boundaries and be like, well, why not? Why can't I do this? And it would kind of go into that thing again, like, oh, my house, because I said so. Yeah. That's the, that's the, well, old- I would push boundaries, like, in that sense, I would too. Like, I would challenge it, like, mm-hmm. but why? And if she just said, because I said, I'm like, well, that's not good enough. Tell uh, yeah. me, like, give me another reason. I hated that response. Yeah. And I still do. Because I said so is not a valid response for you. any of you parents that are listening. Okay. Let me tell you something. The because I said so response is not a valid response to anything. At least give us a valid give reason. It, yeah. Give us a reason. And whether we accept that reason or not, it's still a reason. Well, no, make it a valid reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always hated that because I said so. And my mom's thing was because I'm mom, like okay, okay, yeah. Then okay, what is that supposed to? Oh, so is that a you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just so annoying, and that's like what I hated growing up. Is just like I, they would never explain anything to me mm-hmm. as to why I couldn't do something. Yeah, and so. I feel like that kind of parenting is starting to like fade out, dwindling a little. Yeah, bit. because with parents of new generation like and these new parents are mm-hmm. trying to get away from that old style of parenting mm-hmm. now there's like new parenting styles that i wouldn't agree with oh gosh where i feel like they're pacifying everything and just making everything like like being i guess too soft but that's if that's your parenting that's your style and if that's working for you that's great mm-hmm. but i don't feel like that's gonna be my parenting style when i get to that point i don't i I don't think so either i think when when we have kids like i kind of want to implement the good things that my parents instilled in me Mm -hmm. but you know kind of being more um you know laid back a little bit like being like that that cool parent right but still ruling with a firm but loving hand okay you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like not being so like my way or the highway okay like compromising yeah yeah but still laying down the law (laughs) okay but also loving you right in a loving way okay Uh, lay lay down the law in a loving way yeah so well i mean yeah that that makes sense uh, right yeah but i mean we're not parents either so we can't like say that like maybe we're parents to a dog but that's about it yeah i mean and dogs don't really care what you say (laughs) so it doesn't matter um but what was i gonna say there was one thing um man i just lost my train of thought you always do golly uh oh no um there is one thing um that always like kind of irked me that I hear parents say a lot to their kids is that, uh, you know, and you've everyone's heard before that I brought you into this world, I can take you out. 
I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> my parents never told me that. No, neither have mine, but I hear it all the time and mm-hmm. I don't agree with that statement. And the reason why is like, my thing is like, okay, you brought me into this world, but I didn't ask you to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, I, I didn't ask for you. To, I didn't, God didn't, you know, hit you up on the telephone and say, hey, your child wants to talk to you. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I just hated that. Like, oh, I, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of this. Like, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, that's that's something that I just, I hated um, hearing. Like I said, my parents didn't say it to me, but I, I, I that statement just never made sense. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, because you're right. We, we as people don't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it was that parent if that's what they wanted they chose to have a child and well here that child is but mm-hmm. yeah i i do agree that that saying i brought you into this world and i can take you out is is something that needs to be retired something it's that du- just yeah. needs it, to like it, it's no played longer out. hang up out. the jersey hang yeah. up that jersey retire it put it in the rafters it's played out past its prime mm-hmm. try something new go draft another statement <laughs> Come up with something better. Yeah, come on. Because with this day of age, so these kids, you Amen. say, I can, take, I can take you out of it. And they're, we're like, please do, do it. it. I want to go out. I want to. <laughs> Which, it's, I guess, isn't healthy to say no. that. <laughs> but no. at this point, it's kind of become like the like a punchline. Yeah. Do you, like, I feel like kids nowadays are like more, their humor is a lot darker. A lot darker. And a lot of them are, I... I I'm going to say it, are fake depressed. Fake depressed. That's another thing we can talk about. I know, but let's talk about it now. I feel like some of these kids, whether they, I'm not denying that there is, Is it fake depression or is it, we know more about it now that we can recognize it better? Maybe, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I'm going to stick to it. Ten toes down and I'm going (laughs) to... Until you're corrected by somebody. Until I'm corrected by someone in the comments. And you know what? Hit the comments, man. You guys are not hitting the comments enough. <laughs> I know we only have like 10 listeners, but <laughs> hey, man. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to hear from you guys. And you know what, too? Also, uh, hey, if you guys want us to talk about something, man, put it in the comments. I can, I only have so many topics I can come out of my decrepit mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, bang the comments one time. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys want to hear. But anyway... um. Yeah, I feel like some kids are, it's like cool to be depressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's some valid reason for people to be depressed or, you know, it's just like a chemical imbalance. You just are depressed. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, if you have a valid reason to be depressed, then that's what it is. But I think some kids are like fake depressed and it's because... Because it's what trendy. It's trendy. But Being it's depressed not, is trendy. It's not trendy. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. What I'm saying it's like a lot of these kids are like, you know, their humor is dark and they have like, you know, they're saying all these things on on social media and stuff. But uh, are you guys really about that life? Mm-hmm. Show me. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, yeah. Whoa, what a segue! Because I, boy, what are we? This is why I said about? I would let's do a whole another <laughs> thing, whole another podcast about that because that's not what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
What were we talking about before that? What was the our parents? Basically. I know that, but like, what we we have points that we want to hit. Let's see. And I think that was a, a segue from a, a, the original point. I mean, if you want to stay on the whole mental health thing and parents, I feel like parents, even to this day, at least our parents, mental health isn't something they're worried about with us. No, I don't. Because think I, so. they ignored they, don't, they, don't. they ignored their own mental health. Like I can tell you, my parents. Both of them have issues, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to confront it. My mom's favorite thing is like, kind of like Frozen, just let it go. I think once she told my younger sister, well, if you don't like what's going on, just change the channel in your mind and think about something else. Great. Thanks. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. (laughs) And my dad is kind of just like, "Mm, I don't know, do something. Entertain yourself. Get your mind off of it. Great. Thanks. I'll go do that too. Yeah. Instead of like acknowledging what's wrong what's wrong what what can we do what can yeah. i do as your parent to just fix ignore it? it and move on yeah which is not good no because we need to face it we need to know what's going on what's wrong with us and how can we fix it that's how kids get for real depressed yeah <laughs> so i would say with our at least our parents mm-hmm. mental health was not something we could discuss mm-hmm I would also say, at least with my experience, I don't know about yours, you probably have the same experience. Um, I, I'm to this day still surprised. I don't have like a, like a legitimate eating disorder, body dysmorphia. I would say I have like a tinge of both, but nothing crazy, mm-hmm. like nothing extreme. Cause I mean, I grew up and I was always a chunky kid, always. Mm-hmm. And my same. parents would always like watch me with what I would eat. I, or if I would get a second plate, they would give me a look or they tell me something. Like, oh my God, again? <laughs> yeah, I would. Sometimes I would hear my dad say he was going to like put a lock on the refrigerator or the pantry so I wouldn't eat more. And I think that like really fucked me up. Like, I would say I wouldn't have the best relationship with food right now, be- mm-hmm. well, ever because of that. But like, I feel like parents really need to like focus on what they're saying to their children because they think whatever they're saying isn't going to affect them later on in life to and them it does. it's a joke yeah to them it's just, oh how i'm just oh i'm just joking come yeah. on take it easy but like mm-hmm. yeah they don't understand like or they they think they're helping by making those remarks then you'll stop to eating kind of as like, much yeah rewire your mind to like damn am i really eating this much yeah like they yeah uh, like to them it's a joke i'm like oh come on it's a harmless joke mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just busting your balls yeah because there was one point when i was in middle school where um i stopped eating i think i only ate like once a day mm. and i lost weight for sure and my mom one day she got worried and she was like well it's because you look like you're sick She's like, I can see it in your face. Your eyes look sad. Like, why aren't you like, what are you doing? And then I was like, well, I'm not. You called me fat. I'm like, I'm not eating. Yeah. Every, like all the time. I don't eat at lunch at school or like, I just eat when I'm at home like Mm. once. And then she got worried. But then at the, so she told me to stop doing that. So I was like, okay. But like at the same time, like she would give me a look or say something if I got more food or serve myself more than what she would you know very hypocritical yes yeah that's the way uh, with filipino parents for sure i can attest to or just filipino like families in general though oh they always go 
I'm like, oh my god, you're you're so you're so, I, I, this is the thing. Like whenever you walk into a family party in the Filipino house, the first thing that comes out of your auntie's mouth is, oh my god, you're so big now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, okay, thanks. And I don't, I like. I, and they don't mean big, like grow, like grow. Like they mean you're fat. Yeah. yeah, you're fat. That's what it is, right? And like to them, it's harmless. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, you, I'm acknowledging that you are gaining weight, mm-hmm. whether you know you want to hear it or not. And I don't think like they they don't have like filters or anything, because no. to them it's harmless. Yeah, you know, and like because to them they don't think of the consequences of it no of what that could do to you mentally yeah yeah so like and then um those are you know the same um you know the same parents or the same um you know aunts and uncles that go like oh you know you're getting big now you must be eating a lot the the ones that are making fun of you will come back around and say yo you eat just eat come on eat yeah you eat anything what's wrong yeah and hungry? that's how it is in in a latino household too like Mm-hmm. it's disrespectful if you don't eat but if you're eating too much it's also disrespectful. It, it's also an issue like it's damned if you do damned if you don't yeah it's like i can't die what am i supposed to do i'll just die mm-hmm. guess i'll just die <laughs> yeah so and that yeah that's just a lot of that just plays into like man like am i really eating too much mm-hmm. or should i just die <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's extreme. But I mean, yeah, it is an issue. And it's one of those things that like growing up, I had to deal with um, one of my older sister, my oldest sister had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And now my youngest sister had to deal with out of the five out of five of us girls. Only two of my sisters were the skinny ones. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us, we were overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still are. And I can see in my little sister that. She's a lot more sensitive and she's a lot more open with her emotions. Mm-hmm. So I can see it with her a lot. And I try to help her as much as I can. You know, like, well, now that I'm not living with her, with my parents anymore, like, obviously, I'm not there every day to, like, talk to her about things. But, like, I could tell that, like, it hurts her mm-hmm. when people say things, especially my parents or even my oldest sister, if they, she tells her something. Um, But I just tell them, like, I know what they're telling you isn't being told to you in the correct way but you just have to think like everything they're saying is like out of love and concern yeah. it they comes just, from a good place this yeah delivery is not is not, not all there yeah so it's definitely like an issue where i if in the future i have children with the same issues i hope that i can approach it in a different way Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have a bad relationship with food or their bodies or like the yeah or anything in general the way I did growing up or the way I still do even now. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is that um you know how parents they always have this thing like um you know I I want you to I wanted you to experience life better than I did. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's good. I think that's a good thing to do. But the same parents that say that also get mad when you're living a better life than they did. <laughs> you know. What do you mean in that sense? So like, um, I saw this TikTok, um, where it was like, um, it was like, oh, like, yeah, like my my parents came from this country to escape, um, you know, war or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they wanted to build a better life for their family. 
and and then it's the kid like um you know just chilling living his life better Mm -hmm. than you know their parents did and then the parents are like what the fuck why are you living a why are you living the life that i want you to live Mm -hmm. you know i want because it's not a life that they like i feel like parents have a life set for their kids in their mind Mm -hmm. and it's like when they stray away from that image that their parents made that's when they get upset yeah like i 100 percent believe my mom would have had me living with her until until she died until the day i got married mm. you know like i wouldn't be living what i always joked as living in sin because <laughs> i'm living with you and mm. we're not married yeah um so i feel like for her it would have been the ideal would have been like yes go to school go to go to college have a career have my job mm-hmm. date get married move out after you got married yeah then have children mm-hmm. like that would have been the ideal life for her but obviously i didn't choose i didn't go that path like i hit most of those marks yeah but then i straight away yeah but my mom's always been good about like oh well like you may not be living the life i originally thought you would be but you're still happy you're still healthy and Mm -hmm. you know you're not you're not in a bad spot yeah like i could be worse yeah i could be like rue in euphoria (laughs) on hbo max catch it every sunday's at not kidding we don't even have no we don't have a sponsor but uh, I mean, while we're on these topics, man, talking about mental health and stuff, hey, better health, please sponsor us, <laughs> please. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, a lot. I, I'm sure all parents they have they envision a life for their kid that they. I feel like when parents envision a life for their kids, they want their kids to they live vicariously through them. Mm-hmm. Like they want their kids to do the things that they couldn't do, right? You know, but then. They get mad, like you said. They get mad, or you know, they get disappointed when their kids choose to go a separate way. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think is fair. No, it's not. You know, like we have as humans the freedom of choice. Right. We can choose to do whatever we want to do. And what parents they have, like, I feel like some parents have like this godlike complex. You know, like you have to say you can only do what I tell you to do. Or like, you know, it's a dictatorship. You can only do what I tell you to do. That's how it is. Nothing else. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's some parents that are like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, your kids are going to do what they want. What, what they want. Yeah. And I mean, we spoke about that previously on the, on uh, one of the, you know, previous episodes. Like, um, you're, as long, I feel like as long as your kids are, you know, doing what they love to do but they're not really harming anyone Mm -hmm. in the process like they're not harming you they're not harming themselves or anybody else and you know it makes them happy what's the problem right you know why why are you disappointed in their actions when their actions aren't even that bad to to begin with Mm -hmm. and some parents are just they like they don't understand that no because again like they have their views their values, their mm. beliefs. And honestly, like if you were straying away from 
all of those things, they're they're gonna think you're doing things wrong. Yeah, like I, a lot of um, Asian parents, I think we brushed on this like briefly uh, in a, excuse me in the previous episode. They want their kids to be doctors, you know, high high like top tier um, jobs like doctors, mm-hmm. um, lawyers. Uh, you know, whatever, mailman, <laughs> whatever, you know, government job, good benefits. Mm-hmm. But like, that's, I, I, I feel like parents, some parents want their kids to do that, not only for them, for the kid's sake, but for their sake. To have that. Like, to, to have, the, you know, to have. Those bragging rights. Like, not, hey, not, my kid is a doctor. Yeah. Hey, my kid's whatever. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know a lot of Asian parents um, that I've seen, at least, they like to compare and contrast their kids. Yeah. Like, they like to flex, like, oh, my, yeah, my son's, uh, my son's a neurosurgeon. What's mm-hmm. your son doing? Oh, he's the top lawyer in the, you know, in the world or the United States. That's cool. Has he ever fixed anybody's brain? Probably I not. feel you know what I felt like that I've seen that in your family. No, my fit. Fa- well, yeah, kind of. M- m- there's one time my mom tried to compare me to um, one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a civil engineer, which right. is pretty prestigious, right? Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Who gives a fuck?" <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like yeah. they, you, they kind of like, like try to compare you guys or like. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like one cousin is doing this and, oh, you weren't doing this. Or mm. one person's this, but yeah. you haven't done this. And that, like that also, like, you know, to go back into like the mental health thing, like that also like takes a toll on kids' mental health. Like, oh, wow, am I, am I really not enough? Like, and what is what I'm doing really not enough? Like, am I less of a person because I'm not a civil engineer or like a doctor or a mailman? Or something like that, you know? So, yeah, like, I, I don't, I always hated it when, like, my mom, would, she would never admit, like, she, when we were having that conversation, she's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not comparing you to anybody. I'm just saying, like, I'm just giving you options. Like, look what, look what your cousin's doing. You could do, do, you could do that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking want to be a civil engineer. I don't want to build bridges and shit. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Not to shit on civil engineers, I thank you guys for you know doing what you do and building shit, or whatever. But that's just not what you want to do. It's not what I want to yeah. do. And I never had that issue. No, no, because my parents were always like, "Well, as long as you pick something, a job that you can have, and mm. it's gonna get you money, you're gonna be happy doing it. Mm. That's fine." I, I but think, my dad was always like, "Don't be just flipping burgers for the rest of your life, either." Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays they're making like fucking fifteen bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, they're making way more than they were before. Yeah, dude. Like, I was making fifteen bucks an hour uh, when I first started being a medical assistant. Well, no, I started making nine bucks an hour as a medical as assistant? a medical assistant. I think starting back then was like twelve dollars. But I got into like a private practice and the fucking manager there started me at nine dollars. Wow. Yeah. But I mean I worked my way up. But anyway, I'm like, yeah, they're making like fucking fifteen dollars an hour just to, you know, fuck up your burger. That's crazy. Well, it's also uh, about the economy, but I mean, fuck the economy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. Um uh, but yeah, I felt like just parents are always just wanting 
us yeah like you said they want us to do better mm-hmm. to have that better life than they what they had but they always but they are not happy if we don't do it the way they they think we uh, should yeah. do it. i mean things never all, all, almost never go according to plan mm-hmm. you know but like i said as long as you're as long as like you can do what you want to do but make sure it's not harming anybody or harming yourself yeah as long as you're happy do it yeah but i mean i feel like we can never make our parents 100 percent happy even though even though they say that they are like i i know for a fact like my mom who is a loving caring person and would do anything for any but just about anybody on the inside Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay i get it my mom's my mom's cold on the outside (laughs) um but she's mexican catholic Mm. so my beliefs my values don't align with her because they're not of the catholic belief Mm -hmm. whereas when i was younger yeah i believed that and i we had the same values but as i got older and i became more of an independent person Mm -hmm. and i saw the world around me i was like well I don't agree with everything the Catholic Church says. I don't agree with everything that that you say, Mom. Mm-hmm. Like I I believe that gay people should be with whoever they want to be with. And they people shouldn't in general. Yeah, people in general. I'm like, love whoever you want to love. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like not like Well, there's some, you know Yeah, there's some uh, there's some there's, things there's out there. Some yeah. fine lines yeah. that you know, maybe but, you like, shouldn't cross. Yeah. But like she, she doesn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, my mom still thinks that like if you hang around gay people, like they'll it's make contagious. You, it's contagious. They'll make you gay because like <laughs> you'll see it and you want to do it, and then you'll you'll like become gay. And I'm like, mom, that's not how it works. It's crazy because my yeah. mom believes that too. When I first moved to Vegas, um, I, the first friend I ever met um, was my neighbor, uh, and he. I mean, we can get into it. Like, I I don't believe, or we'll get into it maybe in another podcast, but I I didn't believe that he was gay to start out with because he didn't really give off, like, you know, gay vibes or whatever. But, um, you know, later on throughout the years in our friendship, he was starting to do and say a lot of things, which, I mean, he ultimately, you know, came out of the closet, but... Um, my mom was like, don't, you don't hang out with him because you might become gay too. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think that's how it works, moms. I don't, I don't, I, whenever I see boobs, I <laughs> turn into diamonds. I turn into diamonds. I mean, I'm, I'm diamond hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, hey, that's, that's not how it works. No, and it's not, but like I said, like. <laughs> parents just want you to believe and value the same things they believe and value yeah and, and the, when you don't it's i don't know it hurts them i guess it disappoints them i don't know but i clearly know that like the way i think now my mom isn't she's like not happy about it like i'm sure she wishes that i thought of other things like mm-hmm. We disagree about like pro choice, like I'm pro choice and she's like not. Yeah, well, well, that's a whole another. Yeah, but like that's what I that's what I mean. Like, yeah, we'll never satisfy our parents a hundred percent. No, and if you are satisfying your parents a hundred percent, good for you. you. Good for you. But are you really living your true 
your best life. Your best life. And that, that's one thing I, I we I always like try to preach is that like you you shouldn't really like just don't live for yourself. You know, live for yourself. Don't try to live for your parents. You know, because once your parents are gone, then what? What are you gonna do? There's just you left. There's just you left. So live, li- be who you want to be but not at the, at the expense of other people. Do what you want to do, but not at the expense of other people. You shouldn't, you, I mean, like we just said, you can do what you want to do, be happy, but don't fuck with other people's lives. Yeah. You know. Or their money. Or their money. Hey, don't fuck with nobody's money, bro. That's how you get killed. <laughs> That's how you end up at the bottom of Lake Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Or Lake Mead, where my Vegas folk. Oh, my goodness. Um, But, yeah. Um, have your parents ever said they were proud of you? Yes. Okay. I, I, I my parents probably have. I just can't recall it. I, I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure they have. I'm sure they've. Felt yeah. It. No. Like they. Yeah. Whenever I graduated nursing school and passed my nursing state board license test, mm-hmm. uh, my parents told me they were proud of me. Mm. which was great because uh that was like the worst four years of my life oh yeah crazy um i don't i can't i'm sure they have excuse me i'm sure they have but i just can't recall it because i mean you know my fucking memory is like gone early on to alzheimer's probably or yeah anyway um they probably have i know they've i'm sure they felt you know uh the proudness Mm-hmm. Is that a word? I guess. They felt it before, but I don't think, I I can't recall where I they've said it to me, to my face. And just like, I'm, son, I'm proud of you. Do you feel like you want your parents to tell you that? Um, You know, I, I wouldn't mind it. Mm-hmm. You know, just to have like a va- little bit of validation, but I don't crave it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't really crave for a whole lot of people's validation. But it's nice to hear it every once in a while. Yeah, it is nice to hear. Yeah. Like, my boy just called me um, not too long ago. He was listening to the podcast. He's like, hey, you know what, man? I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. And I was like, thank you. It felt good. It felt good. Yeah. Because you're doing something that you really wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. Hopefully, I make a you know good amount of money off this. <laughs> hey, uh, share this podcast, man. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. If you could change. Oh, so. All right. So with all this stuff we talked about, like Mm. clearly it's caused trauma within our childhood. Yeah. Would you blame your parents? No. No? No. I would forgive them. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm not, that's not the question. I'm saying would you you blame them? Would you say I wouldn't because of them? This is this is what I have to deal with now. If they didn't say or do the things they did when I was oh. younger, well, things would be different. My mind would be different. Yes and no. Okay. Um, I, I would more so forgive them, not just because of like the things that they you know said to me that would hurt my feelings, but more so like um, you know, I, I'm the first child. Okay. Um so before me, my parents they don't they didn't know how to be parents. 
and you know, I feel like um, for the old, the older kids who have siblings, um, if you haven't already, I think you should probably consider, you know, forgiving your parents because before, you know, us, they didn't know what they were doing. You know what I mean? They didn't know how to be parents. No, I don't know what you mean. I'm the fourth one, and I Ex- there's still things that my parents did to all of us, and still now that I feel like need to be corrected yeah well i mean for come you know from my perspective like i i i got to that point in life like when you grow older you kind of get to that point like where you start to you know think back on things that your parents did that you probably didn't agree with then and you still probably kind of don't agree with now but you kind of understand why they did it does that make sense yeah but i think in my circumstance i don't understand why i feel like they still could have mm-hmm. made changes yeah well i mean like i said coming from from you know how my parents raised yeah me. but i also feel like your i feel like your childhood was a lot better than mine not saying i had a bad childhood like my childhood was good i feel like just that emotional mental mm-hmm. state of our childhoods were completely different yeah well but okay well we'll get into that but i'm saying just from from my from how I grew up and how my parents, you know, their parenting style and how they raised me, there's a lot of things that I just didn't understand at the time really why they were doing this or why they were saying this. Mm-hmm. You know, why did this have to be done? And, you know, growing up, you start to become a little you know, a little bit more wiser and you start to understand things more. You kind of understand the world more. Mm-hmm. So when you think back on those things, you're like, okay. I can, I guess I can understand why they did this. I just didn't like how they did it. And that's where I say like you, you know, once you start thinking back and and trying to, you know, decipher why your parents did things, that's where you can come to like, um, come to start, start to forgive them Mm -hmm. for the things that they did. Okay. Well, here's my take on it. I, I do blame my parents. Okay. But I understand that it's not their fault. Uh I understand that it's their upbringing's fault, their parents' fault. Yeah. So on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Why why I blame them? They had every chance to change how they were going to parent. Agreed. But they chose not to. Uh Like we've, I've told, I've had this discussion with my mom plenty of times, and so have my sisters. We've always told her, mom, you're so cold. You don't show that affection with us. Mm-hmm. And when we would tell her those things, like she would get like upset and she'd be like, oh, well, you th- you guys think I'm a bad mom. And we we're like, no, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying that like you weren't affectionate with us. So we don't have that kind of relationship with you. Yeah. And she would always say, well, that's how I was raised. And we're like, well, if you knew that's how you were raised, didn't you want something different? And why didn't you why didn't you change to be that to have that difference within your own family, with your own kids? Mm-hmm. And she would just stay quiet. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's how they were raised, but they had the choice to be different. Mm-hmm. They had the choice to parent in a different style and they chose not to because they just parented in the way they knew. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like with my mom, like I've, I said, I think we talked about it at the last podcast. My mom didn't talk to me about sex mm-hmm. or about periods, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think like, well, 
I understand why she didn't because her mom never explained those things to her. Like my mom was, she'll tell you, she, she was like, I was clueless. I was so naive. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but if she felt that way growing up, why would she let us feel that way growing up? Mm -hmm. Why didn't she educate us Mm -hmm. about those things? So in that sense, I blame my parents for traumas because it kind of could have been avoided if they would have changed, explained or changed things around Mm -hmm. you know be different from what they were parented by yeah now my dad on the other hand he had a lot of like legitimate trauma Mm. so him i don't blame too much i mean my mom had trauma too but it for her it was more things that pale in comparison pale in comparison and that she could have changed herself Mm. whereas my dad was it's trauma that he hasn't unresolved and it's still like Kind of affects him to this day and yeah. he's like 60 62 years old mm-hmm. or gonna be 62 you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. so i feel like yes there is to blame because one they were doing it and two they could have changed it if they wanted to and they didn't mm-hmm. so i forgive them and i understand it but i still blame them yeah yeah and I mean, yeah, I, there's you know i i do agree with that too like I'll, your upbringing has a lot to do um, with how you are, it's not even just as a parent, but as a person. So, I mean, you know, it, it really just kind of seeps into, um, how you kind of project yourself onto your kids, which yes, um, how I see is that, yes, you, 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 we should blame our parents for that, or you could blame your parents for that. But I feel like there should be, you know, a sense of forgiveness as well, like you said, because they're human. Yeah, parents are human. Everyone's human. They all have their yeah, the, their flaws. They all make mistakes. Yeah, and but it it comes down to like, I feel like people should, and I feel like a lot of people don't accept their flaws, accept their mistakes, or like own up to it. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there are a lot of people, especially some parents, they don't have any sense of self awareness. No. Yeah. So like, and you, then if you and then if you talk to them about it, even calmly, be like, hey. Like, this is what, this is... This is how I feel. This is how I feel. Like, growing up, these things happened, and then they're like, they, like, they, the parents flip it and make themselves the victim, Mm -hmm. and make you feel bad for Mm -hmm. bringing it up, because my mom is, like, so good about doing that. And then we're gaslighting. Yeah. And we're just telling her, like, mom, we're not saying you're a bad mom, or, like, we wanted a different mom, we're just saying that, like... Just letting you know. Things could have been differently. Yeah. You know, you could have done things differently for us. Mm-hmm. There is one thing my mom would always say um, whenever, you know, we we wouldn't do something or we just didn't agree with what, um, you know, she said or did uh, or wanted us to do. Um, and it was like, she would be like, oh, OK, fine. I guess you'll see when I die. Like, yeah, my mom. <laughs> My mom wouldn't say when I die. She would just say when you're on your own. Yeah, no. My or mom, when you have your own kids. My mom took it to the extreme. She's very dramatic sometimes. <laughs> I, so know, she, I so know. She goes. I also live with you and you're very dramatic too. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, she goes, when I die, then you'll understand. I'm like, why don't you just explain it to me now so I can understand now? Yeah. And it will benefit you later on when you have your own freaking kids. Yeah. So I'm like, just tell me what you want to, you know, convey to me what you're trying to get across. Yeah. 
and help me understand help me help you yeah instead of just you know bombarding me with all this bullshit that's coming out of your mouth and just you know kind of laying down the law and not explaining what the law is mm-hmm. you know and i just yeah i'm sure it would have saved us a lot of arguments in the past a lot of fucking heart like tears and yeah and shit like that so i'm like help me help you mm-hmm. you scratch my back i scratch yours yeah you know have your parents ever beat you up yes yeah. no, well okay not beat me up but <laughs> i was definitely chased around the house a few times i've been hit with a chunk uh my parents used to tag team me okay no i <laughs> i can distinctly remember once my dad spanked me with the belt and I clenched my butt so it wouldn't hurt as much. Oh, so just let st- relax. Like, don't. He didn't even tell me to relax. He was just so angry. He like just he just you. went for it. And I tried my hardest not to cry right then and there because mm. like, I didn't want to give him that satisfaction. Of oh, seeing you, I I feel that that thing where parents say like, "I'm not doing this because I'm mad. I'm doing this because I love you." My parents would never say that. Bullshit. They knew. They were doing it. We knew they were doing it because they were mad. They were mad. They wanted to get their frustration out. My dad would hit me too. He'd do the same thing. He'd tell me, unclench your butt. (laughs) Because he wanted it to hurt more. Yeah. No, I can only distinctly remember my dad like getting me with about one time. Mm. Um, You know what? As... I was, like I said before, I'm the fourth one. Mm-hmm. They had three other daughters. And the first two, especially the first one. I'm sure they got it the worst. Got it the worst. Mm-hmm. And they they tell me all the time, you got it easy, Liz. And I'm like, yeah, I got it easy. But, like, I got chased around the, the house by my mom. Mm-hmm. She pulled me by my hair, by my ponytail. And my hair was, like, my hair was freaking long. You yeah. when I was younger. I got hit with the chancla. I got hit with her hand. Like... I had those experiences too, maybe not as much as they did, no. but I also didn't get as much trouble as they did either because I didn't want to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things I st- to this day I won't do because I don't want to deal with consequences. Yeah. Yeah. One time my dad punched me in the stomach because I had an F. Now see, I was never <laughs> like the whole grade thing, I wasn't ever really afraid because I beat myself up before my parents could beat my beat You can't me up. kill me. I'm already dead. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would make myself feel terrible for having bad grades before my parents could make me feel terrible about yeah. having bad grades. So to not deal with, again, not to deal with the consequences, uh, I would make sure I got my shit done and mm. I got good grades. My parents were relentless. <laughs> not mine with grades especially because i not mine because my my parents knew i was a good kid i was a good kid too but i was i was studious i was not studious i was stupidest you are still lazy to this day yeah i mean hey look at me i'm in the medical field (laughs) yeah that's that's, that's stuff you're still lazy yeah i mean anyway um yeah i mean I i just never understood why like Well, I mean, I guess I understand now, but back then I just never understood why, like, a letter grade or a percentage, you know, pissed you off so to the point where you'd want to lay your hands on me. I don't understand that either. They would never lay hands on me for those things. Like I said, it would only get to part, like, if I was being, like, 
disrespectful. Yeah. That's when they laid hands on, or not even hands. Um, but you know what? Like after a while, I think like once I got into like in high school, my freshman year, there was one time my mom physically <laughs> attacked me. Yeah. And that was the last time that she ever did something like that because everything else was just verbal. Yeah. Or she would take things or she wouldn't take things. She would either take things away or just yell at me and make me feel bad. Oh, see, you say I, I grew up better than you did. I think you grew up better than I did in that aspect. My parents would not only. But you were, but you were getting like physical. I was getting mental. No, I got both. Okay. I got both. My parents would. But you're also the first one and I was the fourth. You keep trying to justify your childhood. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying like, like you said, like, I feel like the first, first two kids always get it rough. No, my brother did not get it rough. Okay, well, that's because <laughs> there's like a 10-year age gap and your parents are older. Doesn't matter. They didn't have the same stamina. They're soft. They're well, soft. yeah, they've gotten soft. I but, had to, I had to lay down the law with my Well, brother. yeah, that's how I am too with my youngest sister. But my parents still had the energy to like mm. spank me and stuff. Yeah, my anyway, my parents gave me both mental and physical abuse mm-hmm. so not only would they scream at me for getting bad grades um they used to go to town on me <laughs> i'm like why why am i getting beat for a d what is this who cares it's a fucking d i'm a good kid i don't do drugs mom dad i don't drink i'm a good kid yeah i watch porno from time to time <laughs> that's it why am i getting beat for getting a D when I just want to beat my D. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just didn't understand it back then. My, my, my parents, fucking, my parents used to tag team me like fucking. Do you know who the Undertaker and Kane? I mean, I've heard of them, but I don't know who they are. So they, they were, you know, wrestlers, Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. WWE, WWF, all that stuff, and they were like, they had the. uh the nickname brothers of destruction and that's what my parents were to me (laughs) parents of destruction parents of destruction like it was man and you know sometimes too my parents would play good cop bad cop but most of the time it was bad cop bad cop (laughs) (laughs) like i had my mom would come and scream at me and then my dad would come and scream at me and then my mom would get some combos in my dad would get some combos in (laughs) and then after that they'd play good guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> afterwards yeah well what, after you got like you know scoldings what were your parents ways of apologizing to you mine was food apologize oh well as you know no and like no <laughs> no they i don't think my parents ever apologized either i'm sure they felt bad but i don't think they ever apologized but their way of you know quote unquote apologizing no. to me was to give me food no no? No. They just left it as is? They just left it as is. Damn. I would be crying in my room, hating that they were my parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know, what was kind of fucked up, too? I remember this um, specifically because it was like, what are you like? Uh, for me, it was like a what do you mean moment. So I got my ass beat once. I, I, I mean, I probably got uh, some bad grades or whatever. That was the most thing I ever got beat for was bad grades. And yet you still didn't get your grades up. I graduated, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so 
I, I'm pretty sure it was like for bad grades. And then my parents, they, you know, they gave me an astronomical ass whooping. And then afterwards I was in the room and I was like, you know, that I was doing one of those, the <laughs> cries, right? <laughs> yeah. And then my, I heard my dad come up the stairs and he knocked on my door, whipped it open the door. And he was like, you better stop crying. I'm going to give you something to cry about. I'm like, you just fucking did. <laughs> you just beat my ass. What more can you do to me? Yeah, I would. That would be my my dad's favorite line because I give you something to cry about. Yes, because we would argue. Like it got to the point where my dad he didn't hit me anymore. We would just argue. Yeah, and I am my father's daughter, so oh boy, don't I know it? <laughs> so when he argues, I argue back mm-hmm. the same way he argues with me. So he doesn't like it. But my thing is that when I'm angry. I cry. Oh. So he would get angry that I was crying. He's like, why are you crying? I didn't hit you. Do you want me to give you a reason to cry? And I would tell him all the time, I'm not crying because I'm sad or you hurt me. I was mm-hmm. like, I am fucking crying because I am so pissed off. I was mm-hmm. like, do you want me to like hit shit or break something to so you can see that I'm angry? Because yeah. I was like, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I prefer to cry. I was like, I was like, no, I'm just not. I was like, you don't need to do anything to make me cry more than I already am. And mm. it's not tears of like sadness or, mm. or pain. I'm crying because I'm fucking angry. Yeah. And he just never understood it. But that was my dad's favorite line. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. So was my dad's. But he actually gave me a reason to cry about before he told me that. <laughs> so that I, I used to be like that, too. Me and my mom would argue a lot. Mm. Um, and I used to, you know tear up when i couldn't uh, when we got into an argument only because i wasn't um i couldn't really explain what i was feeling and Mm. why i you know why i was so like angry at my mom and then i grew up a little bit and i started coming up with like valid reasons as to why i am feeling the way i feel and i didn't have to cry anymore yeah because i could hit her with this is well this is what you do why do you do this why am i why am i doing this why are you doing that Boy, no, does I, she hate that. I still cry. Yeah? Yeah, I can have all the valid reasons and tell them, but it's just, it's that's how I express my anger. Mm-hmm. I cry. Yeah. I scream and cry. Yeah, don't that's I know it. it. Yeah. Don't I know it, boy. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, what, what else do we put on there? All right. Um, would you parent the same way your parents... Yes and no. What would you change then? Uh, I'm definitely not going to beat my kid's ass over a letter grade. That's one thing for sure. Um, Let me ask you this, though. What? Do you believe in punishing your kids physically? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, that's controversial, but yes, I do. Uh, Me too. I believe that even though... It's seen as like you shouldn't do it. I feel like it did instill some like level of respect, level of respect and knowing that like, hey, what I just did, not only am I going to get in trouble, but I'm going to ass whooping. That's a major like it's a big consequence. That's like more hurt on me. Like, mm. let's try to avoid it. Yeah, Um I like I'm not going to 
beat no, my child. No, no, no. I, I'm not but gonna, like, yeah, I'm not spank. gonna spank. I'm not gonna punch my you know child in the stomach for getting an F. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and I, honestly, if if like if we ever had children and they came back with like D's D's and F's, I'd be like, like what the all fuck, right, dude? I'm gonna take a whole bunch of shit away from you mm. for X amount of hours. And those X amount of hours, you're going to be getting your shit done. Mm-hmm. And then if you have it all done, then I can give you this stuff back for a little bit. That's how I would approach that. Yeah. Not physical because uh, <laughs> it's I, not going to do anything. Uh, I well, not like I would like I said, I wouldn't um, really like, you know, I'm not going to go Manny Pacquiao on our kids or anything like that or Mike Tyson or anything like that. Um, but my so when i was a little bit younger i remember that when i was like maybe like maybe like four or five years old i remember my parents would sometimes when they didn't have the energy to beat my ass they'd have me hold my hands out um open palm facing up and then my dad would grab a belt and smack the palm of my hands i would take that over getting punched in the stomach for an f (laughs) or getting you know spanked with a belt on the on the on my bare ass yeah but i wouldn't no for grades no no, not for grades. But like I'm saying, something like big. Like, like if you ew. fucks, if you fucked up. Yeah, like if I've I I've always said that. Hopefully, and I I keep it true that I will always give verbal warnings enough verbal warnings uh-huh. before I get physical. Because mm-hmm. I've given you enough verbal warnings that you should know not to do what you're doing. How many verbal warnings? Three, I would say three, three strikes. Three strikes. Out? Yeah. Mm. That's that should be enough time. Okay. If by the third time you don't listen and I have to tell you again, mm-hmm. you're gonna get, get, get spanked. Oh, you're spanked. not gonna get your ass beat, <laughs> but like a spanking. Have your parents ever? Um, my parents did this with me. Whenever I would like act up in public, they would they would count. They would count to three, and at the end of you know three, you're gonna get punished. You're gonna get your ass beat. No, my mom has a look. Stern look. A stern look. I don't mm. know if you've seen it. I have. I think she's done it to me a few times. I, I'm pretty sure she has. <laughs> you can be a little childish sometimes in public and she gets a little embarrassed. Um, this is who I am, don't you? I'm sorry, I can't change that. You can, though. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, She would give us a look. Uh-huh. And uh, my mom would firmly firmly mm-hmm. grasp our arms and she would come down to our level and she would and yeah and she would tell us if we didn't we'd get it at home hmm. and that was it that was about it my sometimes when my parents didn't have or my mom she didn't have well she wouldn't have ever laid her hands on me in public but she would be like you better stop or that guy's gonna take you i don't know if my mom's ever done that <laughs> Not that I can remember. I'm sure that's that's, my, that's fucking scary. It is, <laughs> especially when you're like a little ass kid. Like my mom would do all the time. Like, hey, you you better stop, or that guy's gonna that guy's gonna take you. And then the fucking guy would play along. Uh, yeah, you better chill out. I'm gonna take you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, now I, it, it's scary, but now I just think that's funny. Yeah, that somebody would pull you along. <laughs> I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, fuck, is this guy really going to take me if I keep acting up? I'm- imagine some kid is like, fine, maybe they'll treat me better. Do it. Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> that would fuck my mom up. <laughs> Be like, she might lay her hands on me in public after that. Yeah. 
<sighs> Anything else that you would change that your parents did? Um, besides the ass whoopings? Um, well, I mean, I, you know, I would try to come up with a valid explanation as to why I don't want you to do things or why you shouldn't do these things instead of just saying no, because I said so. Yeah. That's what I would change too. Uh, but there, you know, there's a lot of, you know, good things that my parents have instilled in me, which I also want to implement uh, when I'm a parent. Um, like there, there's one thing that kind of always resonated with me with, with my father. Um, there's this one time, or well, there's a few times where my mom, um, would, um, she called one of her, her coworkers husbands to cook. Cause he was like a, not a mechanic. What's the, um, like a handyman or whatever. Mm-hmm. He would fix shit. So whenever we'd have like any like appliances that would go bad in the house or like, you know, the air conditioner would go down. Yeah. He would call this guy. His name is Jason. He would call this guy. Um, she would call this guy and she'd be like, hey, you know, come come to the house. Um, we'll, you know, and we have this thing going on with the whatever. Yeah. And then when this guy would come come over to her house, she would flirt with him to try to get like, a, you know, because she'd have to pay him. For his services, right? Because she would try to flirt with him, so you would lower the prices. Exactly. Oh my god! Right, and I that was her plan all along. But me, as like a, a teen, I think I was like a teenager at that time. Mm-hmm. I hated that shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you flirting with this guy? You ha- you're married. Mm-hmm. You have a husband, right? Yeah. And I hated that shit. Every time this guy would come over, and he was a big fucking guy. He looked like uh, Amy on my 600-pound life. Like, that was how fucking big he was. Oh, my right? gosh. So I'm like, like, why is this fat motherfucker coming over to our house to fix it? Just have, call someone else. You know, I always hated that shit when this motherfucker would come over. Why are you flirting with this guy? Mm-hmm. First of all, he's fat as fuck. Dad looks better than him. Okay. And then my dad caught wind of, you know, how I felt about the guy. And then my dad was like, Relax. What do you have to be jealous for? You know, mm-hmm. like there, there's no reason you should be jealous for. Um, I'm not. I'm not jealous. I know your mom. Your mom is with me. I have nothing to fear. <laughs> he's like, you know, jealousy is like pretty much like that's a bitch trait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got from what he said. And I'm like, that kind of just always resonated with me. Is like, you know, don't. What do you have to be jealous about? Yeah, because you're not like that now. No, no, at all. and that's because of my dad. Because I ever since that I was like, "Are right, you right? My fault. Yeah, my fault, OG." <laughs> so, um, and then you know that too. I mean, there's just you know just small things like you know my dad would always say like, you know, when other people are talking, don't talk at the same time. Don't cut them off. Always give them a chance to say what they want to say. Um, he was a hypocrite sometimes <laughs> because he would talk over me a lot. <laughs> but when it came to like you know being out in public, he, I would always see him like you know he'd always. Whenever he would talk to somebody, he would always let them go on and talk and talk and just say whatever they had to say. And then once they were done, he would do, you know, he would, he would talk. Yeah. So, you know, small things like that, um, I, you know, implement into our parenting, my parenting style. You know, not those things exactly, but, you know, just small things that you can keep in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, passed down from your father. Yeah. You know, what about you? What? I feel like, oh, for sure, there's a lot of things that went into that my parents did. Yeah. I feel like already now that I've already implemented some of those things, 
because I do have nieces and nephews. So with my nieces and even my younger sister, I let them know like, hey, if you have a question about something, especially like about sex, about your periods, I was always open to them. I'm like, if you need to talk to somebody about it, like I am here, like I will educate you. Do not go somewhere. Don't go to your friends for the information because nine times out of ten, they're going to give you the wrong information. So I felt like I already got a little bit of taste of like parenting. Yeah. Being a tia, being an auntie. Um, so that's one thing I would definitely change, like being more open to have conversations about those things with my children. Mm-hmm. Giving a valid reason as to why I'm saying no to something. And the whole like mental things like um, making like watching what I'm saying because I know whatever I can say can really affect them. You know, that too I would implement, but knowing how we are, we like to make fun of things. I know we do. And it's, I think it's going to be kind of hard to, that's going to be the hard one for <laughs> both of us. But I felt like in that sense of like, to the point where like, I don't cause, legitimate trauma yeah like saying it in a jokingly way but like over something minuscule Mm -hmm. like not giving them kind of like an eating disorder anxiety or depression or body dysmorphia or anything like that yeah in that sense um i also would change that with my mom she's very cold she's not very lovey-dovey touchy she wasn't somebody that I knew I could just go and hug. So I, I, along with my other sisters, we changed that narrative mm-hmm. and we're very like lovey dovey touchy with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I, my mom sees it too, that that's how we are. Then she sees a, a big difference. Cause like, Even now, the kids are all, like, fucking taller than me. I mean, it's not hard, but they're all, like, over five foot, you know, and they still come up to me and they, like, give me a kiss on the cheek or they want hugs or they just want to, like, cuddle Mm -hmm. or just be there and, like, have, have me hold them by their waist or something while we're standing. They still want that, like, physical contact to show that love. Mm hmm Whereas my mom, it's that that wasn't there. So I want to keep that going with my own kids. Mm -hmm. So they know that like, hey, I can show you love through this way too. Because my mom always had a hard time showing love that way because of her parents. Because her parents never showed love that way. Yeah. Even to this day, like my grandparents are still really cold and aren't that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. But uh, yeah. I mean, hey, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. We're about an hour and 14 minutes in, 15 minutes in now. Okay. Uh, any closing closing thoughts? Everybody's going to parent their own way as long as it's working for you. Everyone has their own opinion, mm-hmm. their own two cents to put in. Mm-hmm. Just do what works for you, but always remember like what you do will affect your children. In the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't fucking tell people how to raise their kids. Mind your fucking business, yeah. man. Mind your own business. Mind Unless you see something like that that's really bad. Yeah. Then step in. Like if you need to get authorities, like 
then step in. But like if it's it's if it's not your kid, it's mind your fucking not business. your issue. Mind your <laughs> mind your own business. You say, know, say mind your fucking business. Mind your fucking business. Fucking Unless shit. it's again something that really needs to be corrected or somebody really needs to step in then go ahead and like be that person yeah proceed at your own risk yeah uh my final thoughts um yeah i mean you know i'm sure there's a lot of things that you know in your childhood for you know every every person is different how they grew up is different they experience you know different things but um you know yes you can blame your parents but i also think that you should you know try to see um light in the darkness and you know forgive them for some of the things because your parents are human just like everybody else you know um a lot of the kids uh, especially teenagers they have a lot of like uh, was angst and shit like that where they they vilify their parents for everything no matter what they do whether it's coming from a good place or not they always you're you're always public enemy number one to them so you know forgive your parents sometimes they're only they're only human they need to do they do human things you know like they're superheroes in your eyes you know if they do the right thing but as soon as they do something you don't like they're villains so forgive them yeah yeah uh yeah so yeah we're gonna head wrap it up um thanks you guys for tuning in to another episode of the are you ready to ramble podcast um uh, I think I'm going to start uploading maybe twice a week. Twice. We'll see. Um, I feel like Fridays are waiting every Friday. I, I always upload every Friday for those of you who, you know, care enough to listen to the podcast and are excited to hear a couple of fucking 20 year olds just <laughs> talk. Uh, I always upload on Fridays. Maybe I'm going to start uploading twice a week. I'm not too sure yet, but. You know, like I said, thanks for tuning in. Um, bang the comments one time. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And yeah. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.